Podcast, a podcast where two sisters take time to pause and reflect in the midst of a hurried life. I'm Sarah. And I'm Sarah May. And we're super happy to be back this week with you guys. How are you today, my dear friend? I am well today. I actually had a pretty productive day, and um, because I don't like being unproductive, <laughs> like <laughs> a normal person enjoys that, I... It, freaks me out so so i'm glad that i was productive today i did a bunch of chores and fun yeah well it made progress in a video game i'm playing so oh okay <laughs> so, so that was actually fun balance that's yes. good yeah that's um, good and yeah so that's just like and i straightened my hair today which some people might not realize adam literally walked in the bathroom i was putting mascara on i straightened my hair and put on mascara and he walked in and said what are you doing and I was like, I'm putting some mascara on. He's like, where are you going? And I'm like, nowhere. I'm just staying home. Just like, want to look nice. He said, Sarah, where are you going? He was like, weird enough that I wasn't you. telling him. Because he's like Aww. thinking of maybe I'm going to the store or something. And mm-hmm. but because I don't do that, like, on an everyday basis, I just, unless I'm going somewhere, I don't. Well, your hair off. does look very so, nice. Oh, thank you. It's finally yeah. grown out a little. I got a haircut uh, the week before Christmas. And I hated it. And it's finally at, I told, I can't remember if I said that on the, this on the podcast, but I told Sarah that when I, when I got it done, she's cutting it and I, she said, okay, how do you like it? And I said, it's perfect. Let's take one more inch off. And then in <laughs> retrospect, I see what a stupid statement that is. If it's perfect, you don't change it. So no. it's finally almost like where it was when I said it's perfect. We should do some more. <laughs> um, so I think it's really cute on you, you, but I understand when you don't love it yourself, it's hard to like get over it. Yeah. So there's honestly, there's only like one girl that I've ever had my hair cut short with that I loved it. Mm-hmm. And she's like super busy right now. So I couldn't get in. So it was my own, it was my own impatience. So it's all right. It's all right. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so, that was kind of funny. He's like, really, where are you going? Um, and, I, okay, I have to give an update on the bed situation. Yes, yes, because you won't tell me. <laughs> I have literally been asking Sarah May for the past week, how's your new bed? And she won't tell me. So I'm because, so ready. Because yeah, I wanted to tell you this story on the air so everyone can learn it for the first time. No, but um, so all the hullabaloo last week with the bed um and so i was actually out when this metal frame thingy came in that adam was gonna assemble and put on it and so he was like out of town he came home while i was out of the house and put it together so by the time that i got home it was all done and um it was funny i was with your mom and she walked me out to my car and she's like Adam's probably at home laying in the bed and I like hurry up and got in my car and like joking like <laughs> he better not be but anyway so I got home and he just finished you know like getting it all done and I don't know how he moved the king size mattress on his own because it was very hard to move even with the two of us so that is a huge mattress it is yeah huge and it's heavy but um but so I we we ha- I, I made dinner or I had brought dinner home and we I wanted to try it out there, so I we laid down on it, and I was like, "I don't, I don't care about eating. I don't need to eat. I just wanted to lay there." So but it's nice I and had, comfy. Yeah. So I brought home a pizza, so when I ate pizza, I immediately in went bed? back to the bed at seven oh. o'clock. I laid in the bed at seven and did not leave it until seven the next morning. <laughs> you really missed an opportunity there. You should have just ate 
eaten the pizza in the bed. I asked. Or I said we should, but Adam wants no crumbs in the bed. And oh. I, I am a very crumbly eater. Um, I, like, just make a mess <laughs> just, every time I'm I eat. I'm a crumbly eater. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a messy eater is what it is. And I... I didn't do this on purpose, but when we were in the apartment, sometimes I would lay on Adam's side of the bed and watch TV, and I would mm-hmm. eat, and so I'd get crumbs on his side, and then I'd go lay <laughs> on my side, and there'd be no crumbs. And so he's like, I would really rather us not eat in the bed. That's so um, funny. Well, but yeah. I'm so glad that it's comfortable. It was amazing, and I, like, when I got up the next morning, I'm like, did I just lay in that bed for 12 hours? And I had. I just, like, <laughs> did everything I read and sat on my phone and, like, just did not get out of the bed. Adam got up because it was 7 p.m. when I got in it. And so yeah. he got up to spend the rest of his evening, you know, functioning. And I was like, no, I'm not leaving this bed. And, yeah. So, That's okay. You do you. Yeah, 12 full hours of enjoyment. It's amazing. Every time I get back, and we got new sheets, they're, like, bamboo hotel quality or something i don't know adam got them but but they're (laughs) so soft and like amazing so yeah i'm really really pleased so it was all worth it all the heartache no i'm just kidding but really it was all worth it (laughs) how are you doing today i'm good i'm good um i think i shared this two episodes ago that you know my dad was in the hospital with covid and it's been a long journey, but we were able to see him this week, and oh, we well, just where did you see him? So much in his home. Yay! <laughs> yes, he is home, and um, Ryan and I went up with Miles and got to see you guys Yay! as well, which was super fun. And, and Layla just, did not want to stop licking Miles' face. Yes, yes. Layla's not used to having another human right at her level, and so she just thought that meant, oh, I get to tongue you. <laughs> um, Layla is Sarah's dog, by the way, Sarah May's dog, so I don't know if we've ever, I mean, I think you've probably yeah, mentioned have, her name. But, but it's just always good to clarifier. refresh when you're talking yeah. about tonguing. so anyway oh it was just so so good to like be together again and for miles to see him and for him to see miles and my mom i know they both really missed seeing him Mm -hmm. um my heart was like swelling in the whole night and uh, so i'm riding that high still today (laughs) um and yeah but I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I agree. Yeah. Well, and when – so we said, okay, we're going to go over there. We didn't realize you guys were going over there. Mm-hmm. So then – not that it was, like, a problem. I, I do like seeing you, but I just didn't <laughs> want to, like – you know, I wanted – everyone missed them so much. I just wanted yeah. to make sure everybody got adequate time with them and all that. So, But it was never an option that we weren't going to go. Um, mm-hmm. It was just a matter of if we were all going to go at once. So it's, it, I was like, I went to go over there so bad that I will, like, work it out with work and leave early if I have to. But, like, we are going over there today. So yeah, it was so good to see them. And, like, seeing them with Miles was so sweet. Like, you could mm-hmm. just tell their heart was like. And it just felt like, oh, okay, things will be normal someday. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, someday soon we're working towards that. And even just him being home was just like amazing to see and yeah so good for all our hearts i mean in his too i'm sure but yes but yeah yeah, so that's awesome yeah that was definitely i will admit the high of my week well 
honestly, even in a normal week, I imagine that would have been my high. Yes. Um, but I will admit <laughs> to everyone <laughs> here, I did Marco Sarah crying at one point. It was just one of those weeks. I mean, sometimes you just have them. <clears throat> I don't even... Like, I have a hard time when I have a bad day, when it just feels like from start to finish. It's just as crummy feelings or whatever. And it definitely felt like it was one of those weeks where the whole week I just was feeling really off. And we actually had had a whole other topic planned for today's episode. But we just decided one of the things that we committed to doing on this podcast is just being real. We don't ever want to get on here and make something sound like it's rainbows and flowers when it's not, or Mm -hmm. it's something that we're still really struggling with. We want to be honest about that. So we actually decided to hold off on the topic we were going to do tonight and just talk about how we're doing and what's going on and hopes that if anyone else is feeling this way, that one, you know that you're not alone in it and it's not it shouldn't be so taboo to talk about it i think that when you know there's the stereotype of how you doing you say good (laughs) you know (laughs) what am i gonna say well i'm really struggling actually like uh okay you know it's Mm. we just always tell people we're good and it's almost uncomfortable i mean i won't even say it's almost it's uncomfortable to think Mm -hmm. about the alternative, like actually telling people how you are when you're not feeling good. Yeah. And um, some one thing that I've been seeing everywhere, I feel like in the last year or so is it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a super cute catchphrase. And I, I like, I see it everywhere and I like it. I just struggle to apply it to my life because yep. I, I don't want to feel off. I don't want to feel sad. And so just kind of going through that this week and like, okay, well, I'm, I'm not feeling okay. So what do I do? What does that look like? Yeah. Um, and so we kind of just wanted to share our hearts and where we're at. And also, um, like I, I worry that I will be negative. I'm just, just honest. That's what I told Sarah is I worry that I'm going to sound negative because I, that's one of my, the things that I worry about ever is when I'm talking about something that I'll be perceived as negative. And so that's why I don't share my issues or my heartaches with a lot of people. And that's from things from my own life, you know, issues that I have in my own heart that I need to overcome. But um, yeah, just in the sake of being real, I do have like a little ball in my stomach of like, Oh my gosh, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. But <laughs> but I do. I just I want to be vulnerable and I want to be real. Yeah. And um it was really I don't know if it's ironic or just I don't know, but timely. It's, it's yeah, timely cuz as soon as I got Sarah Mae's Marco Polo, I like sighed this <sighs> sigh of relief because literally that exact same morning I was feeling almost almost the same thing she yeah. was feeling and I was like oh my gosh and I'm like I'm tearing up because I'm like I feel you I feel what you're saying I understand you and also like I don't want you to feel that way either um but it, I found this poem um so there is an author that I follow on Instagram. His name is Tanner Olson, um, and you can find him at Written to Speak on Instagram. Shout out to him. Uh, he does not know me, 
or does not sponsor our podcast for that matter. But um, he's an amazing poet, very real, very raw. Um, and he literally posted this the other day, and I was like, okay, this is just confirmation because, of course, like Sarah May and I have decided that uh, we're gonna share with you guys really vulnerable things, but. Uh, like Sarah said, there is um, this voice in the back of our mind or this pit in the stomach like, oh my gosh, don't do it, don't do it, you know. But this was his poem and it was just kind of confirmation that we should share how, how we are and where we're at because um, I imagine that some of you might be in the same place and some of you may not and that's okay too. But at some point or another in our lives, like we, we are struggling, we do go through hard things. Um and so the poem is called Daily Reminder. And it's very short. It's very sweet. But it says, it's okay to be honest. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to ask for help. It's hard, but it's okay. And I just loved that because, yes. I like, actually just took a deep breath when you read it. Yeah, I hadn't heard it It yet. is. It's, it's hard, but it's okay. And um, I, I think oftentimes, too, like as a follower of Christ, there's the stigma that, like, you can't have hard days or you can't have hard feelings even you know or like mental health struggles um and i'm not saying everyone views things that way but sometimes across the board it's just like people expect you to be a certain way or buttoned up and have it all together and it's like that's just not real and so we just really wanted to be vulnerable and real with you guys today and share where we're at but also share hope too so spoiler alert there will be hope at the end of this <laughs> but i'll let you go ahead and just kind of start <clears throat> with how you're feeling sarah may well yeah and I'll, I'll start by saying it's funny that you just said about like being a believer and wanting to kind of it, I, there is a picture that i want to fit when it comes to my attitude and being a believer. And to an extent, I think that there's nothing wrong with that. I think that when you represent Jesus, you want to do that well. But I have often taken that in the completely wrong direction because, I mean, Jesus has not called us to suffer in silence <laughs> ever <laughs> or to be phony. And I can distinctly remember once at when I was at my old job and um, I was struggling with some things outside of work as well as just the, um, the pressure of the job that I was at. And I remember talking to one of my coworkers who's a believer and I, I started crying and I was just saying like, people are always telling me that my positivity is uplifting to them. And that is such an encouragement to me because all I want truly is to be an example of Jesus. I want to point people to Jesus. I want people to say, I want what she has when it comes to Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had some people saying, like, Siri, you seem stressed. You seem off. Like, work must really be getting to you. And I am sure that all of those things were said with really good intentions. But to me, it felt like I was being reminded that I was failing. I was failing to, like, uphold this joyful image of what, you know, a Christian should be. Mm. And I was 
like I one time a coworker sent this meme to me and it was a bunch of stormtroopers from Star Wars and Big Bird and it said when you're the or when you're with the most positive person at work or something like that <laughs> and she said this is you and like Aww. I it gave me it made me feel like really a lot of joy that people saw mm-hmm. the joy of the Lord in me whether they mm-hmm. recognize it as that or not so anyways I'm beating a dead horse I was really struggling that I wasn't putting forward that image and. And my coworker was just, like, encouraging me, like, Sarah, nobody thinks that they don't want to be a Christian now because you're having a bad, a hard time <laughs> right. at work. And it was just like, and it sounds so silly. I laugh even saying it, but it's because it sounds so silly. But that's really, I just felt like I was misrepresenting Jesus with my bad attitude. But everyone has days. And, like, again, it goes back to my, like, avoidance of ever seeming trying to avoid ever seeming negative and so mm-hmm. it was a couple things but yeah and um and so that's definitely something that i've been trying to even work on is just yeah. not b- being so obsessed with the image that i that i put off but just being real and like yeah but but yeah i i think that <clears throat> i have been kind of feeling this way for a while like a couple weeks now i just kind of put my finger on it until the other day when i had a wildly random and like untrue like intrusive thought i was just sitting at home working and i i could i just felt really down that day Mm -hmm. and um i just had this random thought and it was adam probably resents you because you work from home and I just was, I just felt like an inch tall. And I'm like, why did I just think that? And so I, and I don't know why, but I actually did ask him, by the way, do you <laughs> out of nowhere. Me? Yeah. And he said, what? <laughs> <laughs> because it was so random and so untrue. It was mm-hmm. as I, when I shared that with you, you said it's a lie from the mm-hmm. enemy. And that is true. I was just feeling so low already that mm-hmm. that the opportunity struck for something like that and he was like absolutely not i mean he reassured me over text where i asked him and then again when he got home but he's like no i've never even had that thought ever mm-hmm. and it just happened to be one of those lies that when you're feeling low seems true like it could mm-hmm. be true at least right and i realized that i am feeling very lonely mm-hmm. and um I love working from home. I will never, I I never want to take it for granted. Um, But being an extrovert, it is hard to to then balance the need that I have for interaction with people and also uh, like enjoying the fact that I'm, I'm working from home. So I'm definitely still, I thought that I was in a really good place with it, but I think coupled with, like the holidays were not what they normally were this year yeah. and I, I really just I don't go places a lot I mean I'm just being honest I sound so lame but no I mean like I I'm just right there well with you. I feel like I sound lame <laughs> but when you say it it sounds normal but yeah it's just like even today <clears throat> I was gonna go to the store and I have just been finding that I am lacking the motivation to do like normal things like mm-hmm. I today we had no spoons or forks which i don't there's nothing wrong with like that the dishes get out of hand sometimes honestly like it happens to everyone it's happened to me when i've had great weeks but it was this time it was because i just did not have the motivation to 
do like simple around the house things and i and mm-hmm. i actually realized it what this last week because i was struggling i i felt like i didn't want to go to bed in the morning mm-hmm. and it wasn't like um like i felt like i was in the you know a pit of despair or anything but i just felt such a lack of motivation and i'm like oh gosh what is going on with me and so i i think it's a combination of just being feeling like alone you know like i'm alone um i'm not getting a lot of that social interaction that i've never been without i mean my whole life except for like a short stint in like fourth and fifth grade when i was homeschooled i (laughs) and i don't know that i cared as much then but i had friends in the neighborhood i would walk to my friend's house like yeah so and i didn't yeah it's like I've said this here before that I love Adam. He's my sun, my moon, and my stars. But he's my only social interaction for days at a time. Right. And he is an introvert. He needs his time to regroup. Yes. And he puts he puts me before himself often and spends time with me. But it it's just not the same. And anyone who has a spouse understands that you just need more. You cannot put your... It's not healthy to put all of your needs no. on your spouse ever. No. And so... Yeah, and so just really realizing that I need to be more intentional about, obviously I can see now the result that it has on my, I will say, like mental health, my feelings, Mm -hmm. my emotions, when I'm not getting that. And a couple of months ago, I did try to start being really intentional about getting out and seeing people during the week, whether that means the evening, just going out and going grocery shopping during the week so that it's like breaking up the week a little bit more um i have a a friend that lives close to me that we get lunch a couple times or a month and i I really was trying to take steps but then i just slid out of the intentionality of it Mm -hmm. and and kind of wound up here and um and that coupled with i do think that i might have a little bit of winter blues i have never gotten Mm -hmm. like seasonal depression or anything before so i guess i wasn't like expecting it or like I I wouldn't have thought to think hmm I have no motivation to do anything including simple tasks I might have seasonal depression or something like that which another person who experiences that every year might say oh this you know I I had a feeling this was coming or something like that Mm -hmm. but um but yeah and so a couple with that and then just I mean dealing with some family heartaches that I'm trying to work through that the Lord is teaching me that I'm in a new season and and what to do with that and I mean, honestly, I just feel like I've had a lot on my heart, and I guess I'm not dealing with it as well as I thought I was. And yeah, yeah. So my heart's just been kind of heavy, and I've been feeling so before. I I, met, I can't remember if I said this when I talked about my mental health journey, but before we knew that I had anxiety, I used to just tell Adam that I was feeling gray. That yeah. was like our phrase or whatever that communicate to him how I was feeling before I realized like I'm feeling anxious and so I I just felt really gray for the last couple weeks but really this past week was pretty hard and um and yeah I just found myself on a Marco Polo crying to Sarah (laughs) and actually when we got on our zoom call she said how are you and I was choking back tears trying to say I'm good (laughs) because I had another wave of it come over me just moments before we get back on the zoom and so yeah like I felt so silly but it was just they don't need to feel silly kind of where I'm at right now (laughs) well I know and I wish I could just come and hug you that is the bummer like I do I love that we have technology and we have Marco Polo 
that you could just, you know, send me a message on a whim. But I was like, you're an hour away. And I what I really want to do is come over to your house and spend time with you. And it's just, it's hard to do I, that. I know. That is one thing. Like, I feel like we've gotten a lot. I don't think we were ever not, like, close since, you know, that Christmas. But <laughs> <laughs> Had I made fun of your penguins? <laughs> but I don't think we've ever been not close, but we have gotten a closer from the podcast yeah and so i'm like why does she live why do we have to live so far away from each other i know it's hard well i appreciate you sharing all that again with me but also with our listeners and just like your vulnerability and you know you're you are going through a lot all at once like it's it's <laughs> one it thing it on t- <laughs> yeah it's one thing on top of another and it takes a lot of courage i think to be able to say like i'm not doing okay and i just need to tell someone um i know for me it makes me feel like weak you know uh like i I've had a journey of learning that like it's okay to not always have everything together and to not be perfect and whatever. But it's still really hard for me to admit like, no, this is how I'm feeling. Um, And I remember you saying, I'm just complaining without having a solution, which I shouldn't do. And I was like, that's absolutely not true. Like (laughs) you take that statement back right now. Like you don't need to have a solution for how you're feeling right now. Um, it's okay to just be like, I need someone to know this. And I'm, I'm just proud of you. And I'm thankful that you were willing to do that. And, um, you know, you don't need to have a solution at the moment, but I do oh, like good, the fact, I, <laughs> I mean, but you are trying, like you're saying, okay, here, this is how I'm feeling. I'm aware of this and this and this. Um, and maybe there is some things that I can do, like actions I can take to, get to a place of not feeling so gray. So yeah. like getting, you know, lunch with your friend a couple times a month. So you aren't so lonely during the day. Um, and I, and that's hard. Like, you, you know, you're like, we slipped back into not doing it all the time. And yeah. that just happens with life. And yeah. it is a struggle right now with the cold and the winter yeah. and, not being able to even go outside like sunshine literally is amazing it does so much for our bodies and our brains but like i don't ever want to go outside like taking the dogs out for five minutes is torture to me (laughs) and i but i love going for walks with them but i don't do it right now because it's too cold it's painful yeah yeah so i I mean yeah i just i feel you and i'm with you um but I guess I can share, like, where I was at when you Marco Poloed me that day. Uh, the word that I also was feeling was lonely. And I think I even shared that last week on the podcast. I like, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so lonely I went and got coffee, which didn't really, <laughs> like, it didn't change anything. But it, it made me get out of the house. So yeah. that was helpful. Yeah. Um, And I'm an extrovert like you. So going from working in environment with people all the time like nonstop. Mm-hmm. like my jobs have always been people oriented uh to being at home which again i am so thankful that i have the opportunity to work from home mm-hmm. and to be able to be at home with miles like while he's so young is it's been my greatest gift and like always my prayer i always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom But I think there's that, like, it can't be and or, like, it can be and and. Like, Mm -hmm. 
both I, and yeah both and thank you <laughs> like I love the fact that I can do it and it's just really hard sometimes because I don't see a lot of people very often like we joked you joked with me yesterday I had said I left the house and you're like oh where did you go and I was like oh I just went to the grocery store and you're like oh and I'm like yeah it was the first time I left the house since like Monday. <laughs> like, I think I called I you know. wild. <laughs> yeah. And it, but like that's just the reality of the season of life right now, mm-hmm. um, which is okay, but it is just very hard. And on days like that, like my mind starts going in all sorts of directions and like I go down rabbit holes and you know I don't end up in Wonderland like Alice did. Like I end up believing a lot of lies or having a lot of like really intrusive thoughts. Um, and the one in particular on Monday was like, what is even like, what's my purpose and why am I even here? Like, I'm not important. I'm not doing anything for the kingdom. Like all these things start flooding my mind that then just make me feel worse and worse and worse about myself. Um, and that kind of stems from what I was talking about even last week when I was sharing um, a realization I had when I was reading the book with by Sky Jathani that like a lot of the times in my walk with the Lord, I've equated my relationship to God with like, what can I do for you? And my identity has been so wrapped up in that in many stages throughout life. So when I'm in this stage of life where like I'm at home all the time and I'm not out and about and like just given these opportunities to be around people, I start to feel like, God doesn't love me. God doesn't care about me. I don't even have a purpose because I'm not doing enough for him, Um, which is so not true. And Mm -hmm. it is such a lie from the enemy. And I literally, like Monday morning, I literally out loud was saying to myself, you have purpose. You have value. And your value is not found in what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, And the greatest thing I can do is raise my son to know and love the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my opinion, like I, that's my goal, right? It's yeah. to like raise him up to know the Lord. And like, so the days at home spent with him, even though they may seem like mundane at times, like we're playing, we're playing with blocks or like, I'm just always doing the dishes or I'm doing the laundry or whatever. Like those are holy moments just mm-hmm. as much as like being out there sharing the gospel with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like had to remind myself of that. Uh, and for me, like scripture is like so important and the word is so important. I mean, it literally says it's, it's light and mm-hmm. it is truth. Um, and oftentimes like I, I wish I could say that I turned to scripture more often than I do in those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have recently, like that has been something that I've been clinging to is like, I need to find like a scripture to just cling to in this moment to like get rid of this lie that I'm yeah. believing. And, you know, uh, actually I'm thinking about the fact that in our, in our community episode, you and I were talking about how like having friends, having community around us is so important because sometimes when we do feel isolated, we start to believe a lot of lies. Mm -hmm. And if we didn't have community, like we would have like nobody there to tell us like, that's not true. Like, you know, like you had me to say, 
like to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling, and I was able to encourage you, and then you were able to encourage me. Um, and I think it's so important that we have that, but even more so, I think it's so important that we turn to Scripture. Yeah. Um, and as you were actually talking earlier, Philippians 4 popped into my mind. Um, it's verse 8, and it says, Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Um, and I'm not trying to, like, advocate for being positive all the time, right? <laughs> like, we just talked about how, like, we want to be real, and it's okay to express, like, how we're feeling. Um, and I want to, I want to be very gentle and careful with how I say this because I do believe that like mental health is a real thing and there are struggles that people have mm-hmm. biologically in their minds, um, and there is help that is out there for people who need that. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily personally believe that just saying scripture all the time is like a quick fix so that's not Uh what i'm trying to say Uh but like i do believe that it is the word of god and it Uh it carries power and it carries life and um so we wanted to end this episode not just like okay this is where we're at hope you guys have a good day bye um but you know many of you may be feeling similar things maybe feeling different things um but we wanted to like pray scripture over you wherever you are, whatever you're feeling to like be reminded of these truths. Um, and we just hope that you feel like the Lord's peace and his promises to you and that you can cling to them. Um, if maybe you're feeling similar, if you're feeling differently, you know, wherever you're at, we just want you to have these reminders to cling to, um, during this day. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, We pray that today you feel the love of God. And in Romans 8, 38 through 39, it says, and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. We pray that you know you're not alone. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will never fail you nor abandon you. We pray that God's peace will bring you comfort. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can, we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you lived in Christ Jesus. And Psalm 9, 9 through 10 says, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name will trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. We pray that you know how valuable you are to God. Matthew 6.26 says, Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. 
and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? And lastly, we want to remind you of the hope that we have in God. Psalm 62, 5 through 8, Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O oh, my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. Amen. Yes. So I think our prayer for today is just that you hear this episode um, and know that the Lord is with you, that he loves you. Um, his desire is that you would come to him and bring whatever you're carrying with you today to him um, and that you'd feel his love and his peace. And we also wanted to extend the invitation that um, we do actually have an email address for Seeking Selah. It's Seeking Selah podcast at gmail.com. And if there is something that you just want prayer for, we would absolutely be honored and love to pray for you. Um, obviously, we would keep the information private. We wouldn't share it with anybody. But uh, we just wanted to throw that out there. And yeah, and just know that you guys are loved. By Jesus and us. Yes. <laughs> and other people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we're not the end of the list, but <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking when you were talking, Sarah, about how what we do vocationally, we, we tie our worth to often. Mm -hmm. That was one of the things I was struggling with this week was like, I'm, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, am I ministering to my dog? <laughs> and <laughs> you were talking about kind of those, what feel like mundane, you know, pastimes of our daily life. And someone um, in the last year or so said to me, like, you're your home ministry is your first ministry. Mm -hmm. And that's the case, whether you're a single person or you have a family or if you have a spouse and, you know, whatever it is, you have a ministry in your home, you know, first yeah. and how the little things that we do every day that I often feel like have no purpose for the kingdom, like, meal prepping and just trying to cook healthy meals or because it takes a lot of time, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, I could be standing on the streets of Cleveland and saying the gospel like, but I, they all, everything serves a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of the reason that we tie our worth into our vocation is because we live in a culture that is obsessed with what we do for a living. Yeah. What is the first thing we ask people when we meet them? Hi, what's your name? What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. It's the first thing we ask people. And mm -hmm. we, from children, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they don't, children don't respond and say, I want to be kind and, <laughs> <laughs> and vivacious and, and, yeah. you know, a, uh, well-spoken they say I want to be a fireman or a doctor or whatever and mm -hmm. and we tie our identity to our vocation literally from childhood yeah and I think that there's just a lot of work that needs to be done in each of us to well I shouldn't say that personally I know that there's a lot of work in me that I need to to redefine myself yeah I, I am not what I do you know for yeah. a living this makes me think of a clip that I listened to today. It was part of like a full interview. I didn't watch the whole thing, um, but it was Natalie Grant, and she was sharing about um, 
like having the power of the Holy Spirit. And she was talking about how like her giftings that she has. So like she's an amazing singer, like amazing singer. Um, But like she was like, that only goes so far. You know, like the giftings that I have, that's all going to fade away. But what is the most important thing is what we carry inside of us. That is the power of the spirit. And um, so when you were talking, I thought, yes, like I, I have my whole life, I've put too much weight on my title of like what I do, you know, instead of whose I am and like who is actually working through me, that he's the most important thing, not me and not what I do. Um, So, wow, I didn't think that this was going to go this way. This is not what we originally planned to talk about, but. Well, I mean, I think that a huge reason that you and I have been struggling with the feelings that we do is because of what we do for a living. That's true. Yeah. I'm selling people steel. (laughs) Like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) You know, it just doesn't feel like I'm doing anything for the kingdom. And so Mm -hmm. that makes me question my worth. And because I'm at home selling steel, I'm lonely. I mean, so I just felt like it was kind of relevant because when you were talking about like, what what am I doing to further the kingdom? I just, for some reason, pictured someone standing on a desert island and how God loves them just as much as anyone else, whether they're the only person on that island, they have no one to minister to, you know, and not that we should just not minister to people because of that, but he loves them just as much as anybody else. Hopefully there's no one stranded on a desert island, but we'll come find you. I'm just kidding. I'm the last person you would want. Stretching the resources of the Seeking (laughs) Salem podcast. I'm the last person you would want to help you get off an island. I'm like, I hate the heat. I can't swim very well. So wait, you hate the heat and you hate the cold. Oh yeah, my favorite weather is fall because it's like mild. I mean, everyone's favorite weather is fall, but that doesn't mean you hate winter and summer. Well, I will say I am. (laughs) I feel I always said that summer was my favorite time of year. Um, Fall was a very close second. Right now, you can't see this, you guys, but Sarah just made a that's disgusting face (laughs) when I said summer was my favorite time of year. Uh, I hate it. That's how Adam felt. No, he he hates the summer. And um, I realized, though, this past summer that I was tricked into loving summer (laughs) growing up. They trick you into liking summer because of summer break. But now that I'm an adult, yeah, I don't get summer you don't break. Get summer and break. now I can see summer for what it really is. And it's hot and it's muggy and it, you get burnt and yep. you sweat. Yep. And I and will I do sweat it, but... like a man. Like I don't have glistening. Like, no, no, no. Uh, I don't glisten. Yeah. I literally am dripping. So yeah. ugh, it's gross. Yeah, my, all around my head, like my hairline drips with sweat and my, my pits. Wow, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> this is so far off the rails. I don't know how we got here. But anyway. Okay, I um, did have one last. I swear I won't take it any further than this. But when you were just talking. Okay, so I mentioned something that made you think of the <laughs> Natalie Grant. Amy yeah. Grant? What's her name? Natalie, Natalie Grant interview. Grant. And then that made me think of this. Okay. Okay. So if you have not seen Encanto yet. Encanto? Encanto. Encanto. If you have not seen Encanto yet, I'm just going to give you one line from the movie so you can decide if you want to fast forward 30 seconds. But there's one line in the movie and it says, um, you're not your gift. Or no, 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 wait. Yeah. Yeah. You are more than your gift. You are more than your gift. Yes. Um, The gift is you. And 
um, that made me think of it because that's pretty much what Natalie Grant was saying is that like yeah. we, you know, the Holy Spirit living in us, we as a person are the gift. And I actually had an, emo- because I was just, emo- I've been emotional and sad lately. I had a moment after watching that movie just because of my own struggles of, of my worth and all of that and, and things that I, the Lord has been working in me. And I was crying and Adam <laughs> hugged me and he said, you are the gift, Sarah. I hope Aww. you know that. <laughs> it was really sweet. That's but precious. Anyways, so I love that movie, but I keep crying when I watch it. So I think I'm going to take a little break. I've watched it's it three okay. times. But um, it's so good. If you haven't listened to it, I mean, they're not paying me, but go listen to the music. It's so good. It is so good. We listen to it every day here. At yeah. Household, <laughs> you so. really do. She Marcos <laughs> me and it's always in the background. <laughs> yep. But um. But yeah, so thank you, Sarah, for being vulnerable and honest. And I know that it has made me feel both not as alone in my struggles of loneliness, (laughs) but um, but just in in overall, just what I've been dealing with. It's encouraging to know that someone else is feeling it. And honestly, someone that I admire so much. I mean, I just literally there's been times where I'm like, oh, my gosh, Sarah's I could always stand to be more like Sarah. I've thought that a million times. No, literally. So just really someone that I see as a wonderful, godly woman, knowing that you deal with some of the things I deal with is an encouragement to me. Not that I want you to, but because I know, okay, well, I can't be that crazy if someone like Sarah is also dealing with us. So <laughs> you're putting me too far up. Uh, like, I'm not saying you're perfect. Okay? I uh no. No, really no, no. So I know that we posted about this last week, so you might have seen in our stories, but Spotify has a new feature where you can rate a podcast so that's mm-hmm. just in time for us to be in season two launching even more content that you love (laughs) but really you can go on apple and spotify and leave us a review um and we would really really love and appreciate a five-star review if you haven't done it yet the only reason we're still saying this is because you haven't done it yet so just go do it yes that's right (laughs) it takes like literally a second (laughs) yeah yeah but um but yeah so feel free please go um leave us a five-star review also um we at the launch of season two, started a Facebook page as well, because we know that not all of our listeners are on Instagram. So um, that's probably a wise choice, because I waste so much time on Instagram. But yep. Yep. <laughs> but um, you can like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. And you guys, we are all, this sounds so silly, but we're almost <laughs> at 100 followers on Instagram. <laughs> and when we realized that earlier, I vowed that I would make a, what sounds like kind of a needy plea, but oh your friends to go follow us on Instagram because yeah. we would just pee our pants with excitement if we had a hundred followers. Okay. We won't actually do that. It's a metaphor people, but <laughs> that would be amazing. So, um, and also along with the email seeking podcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a message on any of the other platforms, Facebook, or Instagram, if you have a topic in mind that you'd like to share, or even if there's just anything in um, one of our podcasts that resonates with you, if you want to correct my grammar at some point, of course, that would probably take you a really long time. There's lots to correct, but, um, but yeah, so thanks guys for all your support on those uh, social media platforms. And are you ready for your national days? I am so ready. Okay, it better so be honestly, a good, positive, happy one. Yeah. 
So I will say that on February 2nd, there are so many. Really? Like yeah. You Sometimes I'm picking from three and I like to do two. So I'm like, I just got to pick. But there were so many today. Interesting. But I will say a lot of them were like random things that I don't know about. It's also Groundhog Day. And I'm going to be honest. I don't really, I don't understand. Is it, If it sees its shadow, there's more winter? Oh, I don't know. And whose groundhog is this? He's a famous groundhog. He was well, specifically he... bred for this purpose. I'm oh, just really? kidding. I have no oh. idea. I was like, is he psychic? <laughs> um, all I know is that every year the groundhog looks at shadow says that there's more winter, and that just makes me mad. Okay, <laughs> so. If the animal sees its shadow, if the weather is sunny, it is said to portend six weeks more of winter weather. What so a if it's, traitor. If it That's sees disgusting. its shadow, more winter. Which every six year. Six more weeks? That's a it, long it, time. Yeah, every year. There's yeah, more but winter. it's February 2nd. That's setting us up for failure. Nah. What, it's going to stop being winter if it doesn't see its shadow in February 2nd? I don't know. Anyways, that's a lot of aggression towards that groundhog. Sorry, pal. <laughs> oh, it's also Hedgehog Day. And oh. I, yeah, I just think it's weird to throw another little woodland creature in there when we already I have one too. with a national holiday. <laughs> yeah. So I just, and I went and to type it The hedgehog definitely does not get as much hype. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I know. It's the underdog. It's the under hedgehog. Oh, dog. gosh. Okay. Oh, gosh. But like groundhog, hedgehog, like how many, how many animals named We have just hog? the hog. You know, yeah, like a pig. So that's the only one that doesn't have its day Wart, today. Warthog? Warthog. Yeah, but that's also a pig. Yeah. I think hog is short. I think hog is a pig is just short for warthog. Oh, really? I don't know. Pumbaa's a warthog. I know. I love Pumbaa. I know. I love Pumbaa, too. <laughs> anyway, we're only mildly <laughs> obsessed with Disney. Yeah. Well, and specifically the Lion King. We both have a love for the Lion King. That's true. Um... Okay, and then there were a lot of food ones for today. Okay. Today is also National Crepe Day. Oh. And I, I'm going to try to make crepes today on February 2nd. Yep, I'm going to. Because I love, crepes have a special memory for me because my senior year of high school, we had a foreign exchange student. Her name is Loren. And I, she actually remembers the moment that she met me. Because it was a Sunday at church and it was my 18th birthday and I showed up in a prom dress because I was, I have always been extra. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And she said, she thought, who is Is this girl (laughs) sitting next to me at a church youth group in a prom dress? (laughs) I mean, she didn't know it was prom dress, but she's like in this fancy dress. So, um, yeah. And then we ended up becoming just like, the best of friends. Uh, yeah, and I remember Loren. Yes, yeah. I cried for days straight when she went back to France. Aww. And um, she came back for a visit a couple years ago, and Adam and her had surprised me. I didn't know she was going to be there. So I get home from work, and Adam had put, like, had put her. She Adam had, like, <laughs> told her to go in the kitchen. And I go in the kitchen, and my jaw dropped, and I was silent for, like, literally five seconds. Because I could not believe. I always so called her. Shock. Yeah. I always call her my French. And I'm like, my French is in the kitchen. <laughs> like, I was so confused. So I, she, and eventually, it got awkward, and she was like, 
is this a good surprise? And I just, like, like are you going to say hi? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, it was around my birthday, and she was coming up, because um, she was visiting some people in New York, and also me, and her, her exchange <laughs> family, but, um, but yeah, I was just, like, so happy to see her and she might be coming back this summer which was a great surprise that she said a couple weeks ago actually she's like i just decided right now i think i'll come home because it'll be 10 years since she came the first time which is crazy oh wow yeah yeah. that's insane i know and it's funny because we really met because she was taking trumpet and the band director's wife was going to tutor her in trumpeting and she said i don't want her to be alone in there why don't you pick up trumpet like to be with her i was like okay and then we never actually learned how to play trumpet because say i don't think you play trumpet (laughs) no we we would go into the um, band director's office and she taught us the c scale which by the way for years i thought there was I thought it was just we learned the scale. I didn't know that it was the C scale. Yeah, no, I didn't know there was different scales. I just thought that was we learned. Oh, yeah, we learned the trumpet scale. Yeah, (laughs) because I know nothing about music as if I even needed to say that. But so I don't know how we were supposed to learn. Like, honestly, my band director and his wife were really, really, like, awesome people. They were just so fun. But I learned nothing. <laughs> and eventually, we just started playing Uno and, like, other random things. It essentially just became another study hall, but we could talk, so that's all we did. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, really fun time that I got to get to know her and our another friend um, that would that also pretended to take up trumpet. Literally, we, would, we were in marching band, and we would walk with them and just hold our hands like we didn't play in front of us we wouldn't oh even play and God. yeah yeah and one you, of, i remember one of my friends you were still in the marching band and yeah. you didn't know how <laughs> we oh just my. walked with them <laughs> oh it was like looking we were we called we were called the banner babes cuz we would carry the banner when everyone else would carry their instruments <laughs> but, i did yeah, not know was, that yeah well I don't know how I haven't shared it with you yet. It's something I'm very proud of. <laughs> but I mean, I honestly, I never thought it was weird until I, one of my friend's dad came up and literally, these were literally his words. Yeah, you guys look so stupid out there. At least you could carry the trumpet. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I was like, thanks, Dale. <laughs> but, um. So crepes. But, so crepes. So Loren, <laughs> I could literally sit here and talk about Loren forever, so. At my graduation party, Loren stood in the kitchen for half the time making crepes. And so, yeah, and so I've never made them, but they seem like they're not extraordinarily difficult. Um, It's just a matter of getting getting, the batter, right? Exactly, yeah. And and the thinness. You don't want to put too much in there, it's a pancake. Yeah. So, do you have a crepe pan? No. I do. I should bring it to you. Oh, yeah. Ryan randomly got it, like, I don't know one a random subscription box like it. I can't I remember what it was it. called, but it was just like all these random items. I don't know how many times I can say the word random in one sentence, but um, <laughs> yeah. And You're one extra- of the items that came in it was a crepe pan. It's <laughs> like okay, I've never made one, but um, did you pull it out and say this is random? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, um, but yeah. So- Crepes are delicious, so... Thank you, Ryan, for getting that for Sarah so that she could never use it, but then I can. Yes, you can use it. <laughs> so I actually was just... Because you can make them in a pan. Yeah. It's just a little harder to spread the batter around. Yeah. But I was going to try. 
but now I don't have to. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll, I'll, if I, I am going to make them. I don't know how beautiful they will be, but I will post something to yes. either a story or to the um, Instagram page and Facebook about how my crepes turn out. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be um, delicious. And you can do like sweet or savory. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do a whole other podcast episode now I'm about hungry. crepes, but I feel like I could. Yeah, <laughs> it is nine eighteen at night, so I don't know that. Oh, I'm going to eat something after this. That's not going <laughs> to stop me. <laughs> you oh must not know me that well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anywho, thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in again this week. And um, although this episode looked a little different. We hope that you found some encouragement from it and that you're able to take some time this week and maybe just kind of reflect on how you are, where you're at. Are you feeling gray? Are you not feeling gray? Find a friend to talk to about it um, and find a scripture that you can cling to this week and trust that the Lord loves you. He sees you and he is with you. So we hope you have a good rest of your week and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.